Welcome to another new Faculty Nugget. These are podcasts based on chapters of the book Advice for New Faculty by Robert Boyce, which we give at Faculty Orientation. Robert Boyce was a Faculty Development Officer for over 35 years, and during that time he did research on what is it that new faculty do who are successful and become long-term successful faculty? And what is it that new faculty do who are not long-term successful in the academy? And the book is the result of that research. We are going to look at new faculty nugget number eight, which is based on chapter eight in the book by Robert Boyce, and it's titled, Moderating Classroom Incivilities. In the first week of classes, you may be somewhat surprised if you experience any classroom incivilities at all. But I want to assure you this is not a taboo subject that must be kept secret at all costs. No. (laughs) Talk to your mentor about their experiences and strategies and reference chapter 8 in this book. In the book Advice for New Faculty Members by Robert Boyce, he defines moderate and common classroom incivilities to include absenteeism, tardiness, serious talking out of turn or talking over others, loud gestures or movements designed to get attention, things such as slamming notebooks, etc., packing up early, or something we experienced some at Truman, passive-aggressive actions such as the classic slouch and rolling of the eyes heavenward, and of course cheating. These common classroom incivilities are listed on pages 85 and 86. Across field and laboratory studies, it was found that classroom incivilities such as these begin during the very first few days of class. This is the testing the boundaries behavior so familiar to experienced teachers and truth be told familiar to parents. Exemplary novice faculty experienced three or fewer incidents of classroom incivility such as this during their first three class meetings and the number of incidents they experienced declined even from that low level as the term progressed. On the other hand, poor starters experienced more than six such incidents, and this rate, unfortunately, was sustained throughout the term. We can readily see how much more miserable that experience is for the poor starters than for the exemplary novices, But Boyce goes on to ask the next logical question. Did the higher levels of incivilities in the classrooms of struggling novices really affect students? That's on page 93. The answer from classroom observational research is yes. Student focus in the course is decreased, and student learning, as measured by tests of comprehension of concepts, is significantly adversely affected. So it's not just about your comfort in the classroom. It's also about student learning. 
higher levels of classroom incivilities affect instructors. Teachers with higher levels of classroom incivilities received lower ratings on student evaluations of teaching, as reported on page 91, and even across all kinds of different rating instruments, teachers who suffered more classroom incivilities received low marks, especially on items such as these, worth of the teaching, or whatever, whatever other global response item was on the evaluation, low marks on pacing, low marks on student understanding, low marks on clarity and organization, low marks on student participation or involvement. What may not be so familiar are some of the other findings from the research about how successful novice and experienced faculty prevented classroom incivilities. According to the research acknowledged by Boyce on pages 87 and 88, faculty who encounter the fewest incivilities use positive motivators. They don't use sticks, they use carrots. They coach student responses into better answers, not cherry-picking around the room until a student gives them the answer they were looking for. They walk around the classroom. They're not tethered to one spot. And worst of all, they're not tethered behind the podium. They engage in eye contact with either all students or at least a great variety of students. Beware the eye contact that only happens to the students on one side of the room. They smile and they talk with students outside of class in a friendly but truly communicative way. In contrast, faculty who encounter the most incivilities alienate themselves from students with negative comments, distance themselves from students by speed-reading non-involving lectures, they project stiff and unsmiling body language, they use tests, quizzes, grades as surprise tactics, and they talk with students outside of class rarely or in a very perfunctory, automatic kind of way. As a new faculty member at Truman, you might want to consider adopting some of these simpler strategies to prevent classroom incivilities. Move around the classroom. Move around the lab, the studio, wherever your setting is. Walk toward students who are asking a question. In the music or art studio, turn and lean toward the student as he or she asks a question. Keep your eyes on the students, not on your notes, your blackboard work, your music, or your PowerPoint screen. <laughs> Keep your eyes on as many students as possible so there does not appear to be a safe row, keyboard, or section of the classroom where improper or incivil, uncivil behavior is condoned. Smile and practice open body language. These practices have been shown to be effective in moderating classroom incivilities, which will help you to enjoy 
life in the classroom. New faculty nugget number eight. Chapter eight, moderating classroom incivilities.